Hey, my sisters, it's your girl, Joy, Purpose and Cultural Strategies. Welcome to the show, Just Us Sisters. Let's get started with living out and growing into this thing we call womanhood. Hey, sis, I want to welcome everybody out there in podcast land to this episode of Just Us Sisters. I am beyond excited and pumped up for this guest that we have here today. As we enter into March and celebrate Women Histories Month, we are here in this show talking about women's her story, this, the backstory to women, uh, how they got to where they are at today, some tips and tablets. Now listen, the guest that I have on here today, she is a financial guru. Okay, she's going to get on here and talk about how you get physically fit. Well, she's going to help get your finances fit. And it's so important because we all need money and beyond money. We need to get our credits together. We got to get our lives together. And so I, she's such a gracious heart. You, you guys just don't even know. She is like your girlfriend that you, your financial girlfriend. Okay. And so I want to introduce to you guys, my friend, Kelly Rivas. How you doing, Kelly? Hey, how are you? I'm excited to be here. I'm doing hey. awesome. I'm excited to have you. I'm so glad that you are doing well. Listen, we are, we're going to, we're going to jump into this thing. I, I was so excited to get you on here because you have helped so many people get their financial lives together. And especially in coming out of, well, going through a pandemic, a lot of people took a hit, finances took a hit in so many ways. And so I want to ask you, listen, I want to ask you this before we get into the finances and things like that. I want to ask you, what is your journey of womanhood? What is that your journey of womanhood? What does that look like to you? What does that mean to you? Going through transformation. That's exactly what that means to me. It's, it's having a beginning, but coming at a winner in the end. So yes, we may have started at a place. It may have not even been a great place. But the journey and what you've done to make yourself better during that transformation matters. It really matters. I used to think that, why God, why me? Why am I going through this? Why do I have to be the one to be beaten down mentally, physically with emotional abuse and physical abuse? Why did I, why do I have to be the one? And not only once I went through that a couple of times, so you can get married and I think it's going to be wonderful. And then the crash comes and then you're financially down. You have no money, you have nothing and you're starting over again. Well, guess what? I got back up, got married again. <laughs> and I just went through financial hell once again. And, and the journey is lasting for years. You don't even realize before you know it, 20 years just went by, 30 years just went by. And so this transformation going through the second divorce, once again, lost everything. You lose your home, you lose yourself, you lose kids, we got grown and then we're gone. Lost the business, you know, had to shut that down going through 2008, the downfall and your whole mentality just goes down and it's yeah. devastating. But at the end of the day, what happens? I would never be able to tell my story unless God put me through this. I had to go through it. I wouldn't be here to be able to tell you anything. I wouldn't be able to teach you how to fix finances if I didn't fail, because that's how we get good, right? You got to fail and fail over and over again. And that's how I got so fabulous at this. <laughs> this <laughs> finance is like, unfortunately, but I was able to pick back up and going through a transformation 
changes you as a person, the confidence that you come out with in the end and being able to uh, manage from beginning to end is huge. I mean, that's just a skill now that I'm able to help everyone, but yeah, transforming is huge. That's so, I mean, gosh, because you, you said a whole lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you, right. you have said a, an, an entire meal and, and, it's so critical because womanhood is ever, you're ever forming, you're ever growing, ever transforming. And I think that a lot of times as women, we kind of just rush that. We want to hurry up and get through it and get to from point A to Z in 60 seconds. But it's in the growth of that, that you start learning about who you are. And even how you said out your failures, you grow from your failures. And so what does that look like now for you living out your journey and your path of womanhood? What is wonderful, it's the fact that when you are going through years and years, and I'm in the same industry, right? I'm in real estate. So what happens is, even though you're going through hell at the moment, you don't stop learning. So you're going through the first divorce and you're failing. You're going through the second one. You got kids issues with the new fathers. I mean, there's so much drama, but guess what? During all those years, you never stop learning. And so- happening during these years when you're transforming your finances, you're transforming yourself first. So that's what it looked like is getting spiritually together, getting emotionally together, getting yourself strong and confident again, because without you, that's the first step without getting yourself emotionally fit, getting yourself transformed to a point where you are so strong and confident without that, you're going to be complacent. You're going to come complacent and just live your life like you have been, right? You got to go through these transformations. So failing with finances just put me to a point where I thought I got to do something about this. I'm so tired of this. And I always learned you make changes when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was sick and tired of having money, then going broke, then having money. So what I did was I learned how to make money and keep money. And that was the key for me. And so what happened was I was a hustler. I was a natural born hustler. <laughs> and so I thought I can really do this, but I could make the money now, but keeping it was a whole nother story. And so what happened was I just got really good at budgeting and I started learning financial literacy. And I started learning that financial literacy was the key. I started learning that having an actual budget means more than just, I just need to make a lot of money to cover these bills. That was my budget before. <laughs> I just said, I need to hustle. I need to make this money. And, but now I actually have a, a budget. I, I hired a, a financial planner and she came and she's funny. She took out a sheet of paper because you're getting my binder out and it's all pretty and colorful. <laughs> That's stickers. You got the whole little cute, cutesy organization. <laughs> And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. And it sat there and it was empty. So she said, okay, Kelly, she took out a sheet of ruled paper and she started writing my budget down. And then she said, and I have to be honest with you, I didn't know these little steps, but she said, well, your budget is going to change every month. So you have to write down your budget again. I'm like, again, I got to write this whole thing again. And it didn't hit me. I thought, oh yeah, some things pop up, but you don't even know. What if your car needs tires and you didn't budget $500 or whatever happened? So I, I started getting smart about how to budget and things that may pop up. 
And then I started getting smart about my credit. Now, one thing that I will tell you is through the years, I was a just a cash person. I wasn't, I didn't, I made money. I hustled, I made money. So I didn't really want credit cards. But unfortunately in this, in our society that we live in today, they want you to have debt. <laughs> so yeah, they want you to more. Oh gosh, I know. Well, I'll have this a whole nother conversation. <laughs> how to build your business credit. Yeah. You have to have a lot of debt. They want you to have, and for a long period of time. Right. But I just, I didn't have debt. I had to start going out and getting debt. So I got really good once again at credit. And then plus I had learned credit because loans, I knew and I found out that if I just brought someone's credit score up doing loans, I can now get them to do a loan. So I started doing that honestly since 1999, but I didn't make a business out of it until 2012. But by the time 2012, I was rolling. I was like, I brought my scores from my 500s to the 700s, almost 800s. And just by extending debt to myself, and which I have to admit, I still don't like it. I don't like having debt, but I mean, we have to, right? So to do business. Um, and it's unfortunate because a lot of people, they see you, you were able to get a, get a grip of it and, and tell the debt what it's going to do. But a lot of times the debt is telling folks, oh yeah, we're going to go do this. And and I'm gonna make you feel great about doing it until the bill comes. And and it's more than what you bring it in. Right. So discipline, discipline is everything. And my third thing I will tell you, which was very interesting is savings. Mm. There's no way girl I was, I can't even tell you how old I was until before I had a savings account. I just thought savings was ridiculous. (laughs) I thought I I would need savings. Okay, so wait a minute. I want you to really expand on that. I, I don't want to gloss over that because I, I know we tell, some parents tell kids, like I tell my daughters, whatever you get, you don't have to spend everything in your hand. And, but I know as society, we are so glitz and glam and we want instant gratification. So we'll just spend our last dime on something we want versus what we need. And, and we don't even think about, gosh, what happens when the rainy day comes? Cause it's going to rain and it might storm. How did you get from a place of what savings or I don't need savings? How did your mind shift, your attitude change toward that to getting to where you're at now? Okay. So what happens is when you are making money and you don't have a savings, the money comes in and goes right back out the door. I bought a big old mansion. And as most of a mansion is considered anything 10,000 square feet or over, that's what's considered a mansion. Bought one of those, drove a little S600 Mercedes, traveled the world. War Versace. I was like, okay, yeah, this is great. Okay. Then lost it all. So what happens now is when you get sick and tired of sick and tired, that's when the budget starts coming in. And I, I am like hard headed. It's I'm like a natural born hustler. I'm serious. It's, I will just get out there and start making this money. And that hard headedness kept me from doing the right things. But like I said, when you get sick and tired of sick and tired, I said, okay, got the budget out. And what happens is when you have a budget, now you have clarity because when you start writing down what you're making, you realize, oh, dang, I have all this left over. See, before it wasn't left over. Before leftover was Versace, Louis Vuitton bags. That's <laughs> leftover, right? So when I have leftover, girl, my closet is like full. <laughs> so but with the leftover. Um, yeah, my leftovers called red bottoms. Okay. I got enough. <laughs> I only got six, seven hundred extra. Okay, I'm gonna go get those red bottoms over there. And trust me, I did. And so it was like I just stopped all that and I said, okay, I got a little bit left over. The frustrating part is this, and I and people are gonna run into this. When you are working and your leftover 
is $20 or $50, my mind went there. My mind said, what's the point? $20, what is that going to do? Because I was used to making a lot of money. I went from six figures per month and now I'll be happy to have $50 left over because when that 2008 hit and my real estate business went down, it's like $20, I'll be happy to have $20 in my account. Mm. So what happens is it's all in the mind. That's why your mindset has to change because now that $20 is everything to you. So when you do your budget, now you can see what's left over. That's now when you can have a savings. And it wasn't until I just said, I made that decision. And I said, okay, it's time for me to decide to do this budget. And I saw what I had left over. And, and you got to remember, even if it is five, 10, $20, that's okay. Because it's going to keep on building. And, it, and then what happens is like anything else, if you want to better yourself, you're either going to make more money or cut your expenses. That's how we do it, right? Make more money cut your expenses. And that is how you start building your savings. So I, I'm not going to lie to you. It was tough at first because I thought I am literally putting, keeping $10 over there. <laughs> you know, you, you go to the ATM teller, you kind of embarrassed because you're looking like they're looking at you like, really, you're just depositing $10. You should just kept that in your wallet. You might need exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. I said, but if I keep my wallet, it's going to be gone. So I'll put it in the bank. And then I'm going to tell you something else. What was very crazy not only do you have to keep it in the bank, you have to put it in the bank to where you don't see it on the mobile app. Because if I, when I pull my mobile app up, I saw how much money I had in there, spend it every time. So I had to get the account where here's my savings over there and I didn't see it. And it was so weird. The mind is so weird. because I, I literally, because I didn't see it, I really didn't spend it. And so I would just put some over there, put some over there. And all of a sudden now I was like, oh my gosh, that $5, now it's over 200. And when you first start saving, I know $200 may not seem like a lot, but when I first started saving, I was happy to see $200. Cause when you go down and you're like all the way down, $2 is good. <laughs> yeah. So- you know, it, and you're so right. I remember um, when I started the, in the career that I'm in, when uh, they made us go through like a one day or financial literacy, it was really generic. But one of the things that I took away from that was uh, he said, your savings account, go put it in a bank outside of your regular, your direct deposit checking account. And he said that way you got to physically drive. He said, don't put it in the bank in your neighborhood. Like he said, go to a credit union or something that doesn't have branches everywhere because then you got to physically go over there, go inside, park your car go inside and do it. And you got to make sure you do it during banking. The, the time the banking hours are open. He said, that way you will do that. And I had did that for the first year. Girl, I looked at the end, at the end. I said, oh my goodness. And it didn't feel, and I just had to come directly out my paycheck and go there. And I literally forgot about it for a minute until I got a statement. And I said, oh, okay. And so that yeah. you're right about the mind. You know, it's yeah. a mindset thing and the mind playing tricks on you and stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, you got like a backstory. So you said you went through, two divorces yeah babies three (laughs) three babies had to deal with get your life together emotionally Mm -hmm. get it together mentally and then financially you had to pick up the pieces and try to make it work so you could just basically survive until you could rebuild and things like that there was some you said there was some kind of some type of abuse and stuff going on Mm -hmm. when you were going through those moments can we talk about that for a moment? Because there's some woman right now listening to 
she might be in a bad relationship where she really might need to come up out of it. Yeah. And the reason why she might be staying there is probably because of finances. I mean, and that's a real, that's a real, a real, a reality for some people. Or there might be that woman who just got out of the relationship. It might not have been a bad relationship. It might've just been, I just need to get out of it for me. But mm-hmm. then now they're financially devastated. How did you, I know you have four steps that you use to kind of work through your thing, but can you talk about a moment about in those places that you were at in your life, what that was like, what you experienced. And then when you came out of it, what were the steps that you did to get it back together on track with babies and everything? Yeah, I'll tell you, you're, you hit it on the head. One of the reasons why I did stay initially was because I got married very young And then as you're building and establishing yourself, you don't realize that, oh my gosh, I'm now looking at divorce. I thought I was never going to divorce. Yes, I was naive. Okay. I was 21 when I got married, but I didn't think that divorce was an option. And then it had to be an option. The abuse was too much. It was physically and emotionally, it was was too much. So I, I stayed in a very bad marriage for 10 years, number one, because mental My psyche was not strong. I was not confident. And it was a tough situation because of finances. And I was making what, $7 an hour. Just tell you how, and that was, that was like way back when, but it, you think about it and I'm thinking, how am I going to get on my own at $7 an hour? But I'm going to tell you something, you, you still could. I didn't realize child support was going to be enough to pay my mortgage. And I, I had a house at the time. I bought my first house at 23. That was another thing. You want to make sure that you can pay and afford it, right? But I didn't realize at the time that, okay, um, if I had a little bit of help, I could do it. So going through the years, you don't realize that you need that transformation. And so what happens when you don't build up your own self, you go right back into it again. So that's what happened. It's like the very first time, if you're not healing yourself and you're not finding these ways to become confident, you're going to get right back into it. And that's exactly what happened to me. Second marriage, I wasn't fully healed. I I didn't have financial stability again. I had to start working my way back up to it. So I did within the next 16 years, I literally, I started my own business. I was able to understand business because I just knew what I wanted. And then like any entrepreneur, I'm just going to do it. I I want to do it. I'm going to go do it. But that doesn't mean that you're learning. You got to learn through the years and progress in yourself. So what I learned, and this is imperative in anyone's relationship with be it personal or business, you must take yourself to a whole nother level with even with relationships. People don't realize this. When you have bad relationships at home, that drama carries on into your business. So the reason why I'm saying you got to get yourself mentally stable at home is because now when you're working business and now you got clutter and I'm going to go off on a little tangent real quick, just for a minute, but I was working in a mortgage company where there's a guy I was processing and he was great process. He was a loan officer. I was processing his loans, but he thought, Oh, I'm going to go off and you know start my own business. And I started processing for him. His whole drama in his life, even it affected us now because we're in an office, his wife comes in yelling, they're arguing. And now we're like, what's this? I didn't, I was having so much of my own at home. I didn't want to come to work. One day I literally just, she's in there yelling, they're going at it. And I just picked, I took a box and put my stuff in it and I left 
literally, and it's too much. So when you have that personal drama going on, you got to get rid of that. So the important thing is how transforming your life means something. And if you are a woman out there going through this, I literally would be writing this down right now (laughs) because it's something that I did not know. And I had to go through it. When I speak to women and I let them know, you got to read, you got to watch videos, you got to go to Bible study, you got to go to church. That doesn't mean periodically or whenever you have time, or it means a daily grind. If you're really trying to transform yourself, you will read books. You read the five love languages. You will read, if, if you are Christian, you will want to read some Christian books on marriage. You want to read, of course, your fun self-help books. You will, you're, and, and this was every day I was doing this. I didn't even let a day go by. I was in women's Bible study. I went to noontime Bible study. And when I say go to church, I don't mean show up on Sunday. I'm talking about show up on Sunday, write notes and go to church, get involved in church. And there's a reason why when you get involved, let's just say it's Thanksgiving and everyone's putting turkeys together or whether it's in dance, because I, I dance liturgical and we also have Bible study there. No matter what you're doing, when you are dedicating your time, you're always going to be around a group of people that are like-minded Christians and it's important. So you're surrounding yourself with the right people. So when I say go to church, I mean, go to church, really get involved and you got to do all these things. Also, another thing is our lifeline is YouTube. You want to get on there. Jimmy Evans has a great talk. He's a pastor in Houston. Everything is on marriage. You got to learn. You got to learn marriage. You got to learn what to do, what not to do. What does submission mean? I, when I first heard that term, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I'm not about to be bowed down. <laughs> right. I'm like, I got to do what? I like, no, no. <laughs> um, and when I learned it, I'm all about it now. I'm all about learning that we're supposed to respect our husbands and they're supposed to love us. I, I understand that the man is the head and when everyone's getting into it, they need to bring us and call us back together. I mean, there's so much that you have to learn about relationships to make a, a great relationship. And if you don't learn this, you're going to just, the pattern is going to start over and over again. So transforming your life uh, means not just, let me show you how to get your credit score from 500 to 700. Because if you want me to do that, I can show you how. I just did one yesterday. Because <laughs> we had 500 scores. I couldn't do it alone. I told her what to pay off, how much to pay, gave her the formula. And bam, she said it's 700 scores today. So yeah, I can teach you to be a whiz at finances. And literally I can show you, and I have a whole program for that. But when it comes to transformation, it must be a personal transformation within yourself and getting yourself confident. And then it has to be becoming financially fit. So it, it works both ways. And one thing I must tell you, ladies, this is the thing about it. When you step out, I, I believe in this. Joy knows me. She sees me every couple of weeks. <laughs> you got to look good. You got to feel good. You got to walk the walk and talk the talk. I'm not showing up anywhere unless I'm fabulous from head to toe. And let me and tell y'all, she, she does, look, every time I see her, we could just be on a basic Zoom and I'm over here, hair braided back or something, just got my sweats all. She's like dapper down from head to toe, hair, makeup, lashes, jewelry, all of it. Okay. So she, and she does that. It, I mean, Kelly, you, you, I didn't mean to cut you off with that. I, I had to let the oh, audience no. know because they, this is the audio thing. So they can't really see what I'm right. looking at right now. Right. But, I mean, they'll see your picture and stuff, but y'all she, and I was like, when I first met her, I said, okay, maybe this is just how she, but then I said, oh no, this is how she rolled. 
Yeah. You know, she's never getting caught slipping. (laughs) Yeah, never. I mean, it's, you just want to feel good always. When you look good, you just gotta, you gotta be good. You gotta feel good every day. And even when you're feeling bad, you got to feel good. You got to look good. So and it was funny going through this whole transformation. I used to show up like a million dollars. I'd be going to the corporate office, looking all cute and feeling terrible inside. My husband just pushed me around, threw me across the room and everything else. But, you know, I got to show up. So you got to just, you got to keep on, even though you're going through this stuff, you got to keep beautiful. I know a lot of times you're feeling depressed. You just want to go, you don't want to look good. You don't want to, but even, even today we you're going to work and you're like, Oh, I still put on makeup. I still, no matter what's going on, I do that for me. Cause I know that when I look good, I feel good. And I'm going to produce something good's going to happen. <laughs> but thank you for saying that. That's very sweet. <laughs> I'm going to show, but so the transformation, and like I said, the transformation must take place both ways. It has to be done at home. You got to do your homework. Ladies, once again, I'm going to say it, read, watch those YouTube videos, go to church, establish your circle with good people and really go to church. I mean, really get involved, not just show up on Sunday, get involved and take notes on Sunday. I have a whole books, binders book that I take note. I'm really paying attention on Sunday. I want to learn something. I want to implement it in my life. I want to make myself better, make myself more confident. When I became confident, everything changed. That whole thing was over. I used to allow men to pick me. That's how you get in bad relationships but I always call it getting a little ghetto fabulous. So once you get that confidence and now you want to step out and now you're looking at them double taking like, and I always do that. I'm like, you, excuse me. Bye. <laughs> I'll be like, boy, bye. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I was never able to do that before. I was always like, Tim, oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. I'll go out with it. Now I'm like, please. <laughs> get about my face. Exactly. <laughs> So that confidence is everything. And you got to do that with everything that you do. Like I said, I can't, I cannot tell you this business and personal, it matches, it goes together. When your home life is good and you're feeling good, you will flourish in everything. Your mind becomes clear. The clarity's there. You're confident. You look good. You feel good. And now you can, there's no distractions. Okay. I'm going to give you guys two bonus little things or two little bonus words. I love, <laughs> I love the bonuses. Come on, keep it flowing. <laughs> I'll give you one. I'm not going to uh, waste your time with my bonuses. No, I am going to tell you one thing that happened during the transformation. So it was always my goal to be very successful in business, women-owned business. And I wanted to be able to share something with you. I actually learned it in my twenties and it's been inside of me in my spirit, but it's hard to get out there and do it when your life is in shambles. So once you get to, to be where you're headed and you're going, now you can fully develop a hundred percent of who you are. And so what I did is I finally pulled it out and I'm, I'm just working on it, but you know, this has taken me since I'm talking about, I was probably 26 when I realized, okay, I need to have my own business now. Now I'm in my fifties and I just kind of feel like now I'm able to finally say, okay, I need to duplicate myself. My two D words are diversification and just to make 50 Kelly's a hundred Kelly's I need to duplicate myself a thousand times so that, cause just imagine you are at work and you're doing well, let's just say you're making 10,000 a month and then you duplicate yourself. So you train 10, 20, 30, 50, hundred people to be just like you. And you're getting a cut off of each single one of them. That is how you build wealth. And I didn't, 
Uh, I wasn't able to implement that into my life until my life was good. I couldn't do it. it it's too difficult. How are you going to train other people when you can't even, you know, bring yourself to get to work sometimes? So ladies, when you get to a point and you get to a place where you're like 100% ready, you can take anything that you're doing in your, your life and duplicate it. For example, paparazzi jewelry. This, whoever started that, duplicated themselves all over the nation, all over the world, wherever they're at, right? They took yes, one lady, right? And now there's how many ladies? <laughs> and they duplicated themselves. Now they're multimillionaires. So that's how you got to look at things when you're so down in yourself and there's no way out. And that's what it looks, appears to be. You just have to get yourself strong, get your mind so that you can start thinking about things like this. I'm grateful. And trust me, I'm, I'm very happy that I'm able to duplicate myself and now bring myself to the six figure income and level where I used to be. Now I can do that. My brain is free. And so I want for everyone to be able to, if you're really looking to like really surpass any kind of finance that you are right now, there's a way out. You don't have to stay. Well, I always called it, I felt stuck on stupid. I felt like, God, I'm making the same thing or less, or I'm just, I can't believe it. I, I need to get back to where I was. Well, guess what? Not only am I making that, I'm making like five times that now. My mind is, my mental clarity is there. I have all the great people. I have a great team of people that are supporting me. Um, I'm about to get married in, in July, this July. So now I have a, an awesome man. Hold up. You just glossed over that. Wait a minute. So, so, so not only you boot up, you about to be, I'm married now. Girl, yes. With someone congratulations. Fabulous. We won't say who I, I'm going to put your stuff out there, but congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I thank God every day for him. He's wonderful, supportive, beautiful, great hearted. He's always thinking about others. And I told myself, I'm going to tell you something. When you get to the level of confidence, like I told you, I was looking at people like, excuse me. When you get to a life, I literally wanted to live. I prayed to God and I said, I understand. I've been through all this with all these men. I said, if you want me to be alone, God, I will. I said, if that's what, if I'm not supposed to be with someone, because I've been divorced a thousand times, I'll be by myself. And when I started volunteering my time in church is actually where I met him. And I, I was ready to be by myself because the person that I had to be with had to be top notch. They had to be on my level. They had to make as much money or more. They had to teach me something. I wasn't going to just be with any old per My mind changed. My mind switched. And I started realizing if you are not the bomb, then you are not going to be in my presence. And I just had to make that, I just had to make that known to everyone. I said, you got to be beyond, you got to be like the bomb.com or else I will not have anything to do with you. And got that and more. So I'm very happy and grateful for that. But that's what happens when you get yourself straight, get your mind right, you get your priorities right. You will, and when you start loving yourself, that's what I call, I, I always put this, I put love yourself equals get a little ghetto fabulous because you will realize you only deserve what you want. You only deserve what you want. I mean, if you want some, I mean, I literally made a list. If you're not this and this, you're gone, you're out of there. So my list was great. I thought, okay, this is it. And that's what I got because now I love myself. Now I can love someone else fully and deeply. And that's exactly what I do. 
every day. My, I also wanted to tell you guys my other D word. <laughs> it's no longer divorce. Okay. Now I implemented diversification. Okay. <laughs> I went from divorce to diversification, but I, I do want to um, let you know, this is important. This is actually after my, after you go through my series of learning about financial literacy, the last thing is to keep yourself established is to diversify. So not only did I, okay, remember that little $5 that I had in my savings that kind of built up. Now I was at a point, I was like, oh my gosh, now I have enough to put it in a big account or check on a CD or check. So I started getting really good at looking on places to put money and find the best places that had the highest interest where I can actually make money. So I started learning about CDs and money markets and IRAs. And well, of course, owned a real estate investment company. So of course I put all my money there and that's what you don't want to do because look what happened. I put all my money into real estate in 2008, lost it all. So I learned right then and there not to put all my eggs in one basket, but real estate is still good to have stocks, bonds, 401k. So there's a lot out there to diversify. And, and I'm gonna tell you something about savings real quick. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you this. If you are a person who does not like to save or doesn't have a savings and doesn't know how to start, you literally can get the bank account called Acorn. Has everyone heard of that? I think that a lot of people probably may have heard of it, but, and I know Bank of America had something similar to this, but if you are an Acorn, they're automatically going to say, you're automatically going to take round up. So let's just say you bought something for $439 <laughs> and they're going to say, do you want to round this up to five? Well, if you click that little button, yes, every single time that you buy something, it's going to automatically round up and put it in a savings. So at the end of the day, you'll have money sitting in there and you didn't even know. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's a little tidbit. I'm just saying, if you need to start somewhere and you're a bad saver, at least start there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's such a good thing because you don't, that's money you don't think about, you don't feel. I think a lot of times people have problems with saving because they feel it. It's hard to, it's hard to take, you get your paycheck and you're, you're going to take out the hundred to go put over here and you can't touch. And you, first thing you know, I got to pay your bills. Then you're like, man, I, I want to get, I want to get this dress though. What are you, my Manny Patty, my hair, you, it hurts. I mean, you know? <laughs> my hair hurts. hurts. so true. And this is another thing that I had to learn. So nails, even nails, that's expensive, right? I go to the nail shop and I'm spending a hundred dollars and every couple of weeks and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I started learning, oh my gosh, my nails look pretty good. They're pretty strong. And I was so happy when gel came out because now I could lessen the load and I didn't have to put the nails on it. I just had to go get the gel. So my manicure pedicures went from a hundred now to be 50. <laughs> so there are, there are different ways to do it. And I started being real creative, but while I was going through it and losing everything, when I was telling you, I had this big mansion, that big mansion went to a two bedroom apartment, that S 600 Mercedes that went to a broke down Mercury girl. I couldn't even go past 50 miles an hour on the, on the highway five, those trips and traveling across the world. I was happy to travel to the 99 cent store. That's where I bought my groceries. And just even my dog, my dog, he even went away. He passed away. Mm -hmm. I was like, when I tell you I lost everything, I literally lost everything. That's like a cabin, another kid. Yeah. So devastating. But these little tips and tricks and techniques, you literally learn them along the way. And uh, you literally learn, hey, I can make full. I want to start getting real creative at going to the dollar, uh, the 99 cent store and making all these fabulous meals. I said, oh, look, I just made this meal. It cost me five 
$5. I bought the big thing like this of, of corn tortillas. And the only major expense was the $5. I bought some ground turkey. But the rest of it, I bought it lettuce, tomato, onion, everything. You can put that in right in there. Even a bottle of salsa. I was like, oh, I just made all these tostadas. I didn't spend more than $10. I could feed 10 people. So you learn to be really creative. And I and for looking at people's finances, what I'm noticing is they don't want to make the change. So even with, I teach the younger uh, generation and I'm like, well, if you're not shopping at the 99 cent store, because I, I always ask myself, where do you go to the grocery store? Oh, I go to Ralph's, so I go to Albertsons. No, if you're trying to save money, you're going straight to the 99 cent store. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's where you need to be shopping right now. You are in your twenties. You need to. It's just you. <laughs> yeah. But you know, even if you're not in your twenties, this is what I'm talking to the youth, but even it doesn't matter how old you are. There are ways to cut. And there are ways to save. And um, and like I said, these little tips and tricks and techniques I have in my class that I do. And I just feel like if you are ready 100% to do it, you're going to do it. You're going to take everything, everything it takes, and you're going to do it. And so you, so you live out the, you lived out your own financial fitness. And so, and you're now teaching people how to do that how to become successful, how to just get it to get your finances right. Because you can't live nowhere and have, I mean, well, you can live places and have raggedy finances, but it's, you're going to feel it every day. I mean, let's get free and stuff. So what are some of the, I know that you offer uh, credit repair and homeowner assistance and things like that, but tell the, tell the folks out here what you do because you have, your business is Kelly Mortgage Center. And so I know center that means there's a whole lot of moving parts of things that are going on there right now. So, so tell them all the things that you do to help in the field, in the industry of finance for people and just go ahead and let them know. Yeah, that's a great question. So basically what happens is people come to me for all kinds of crazy different reasons, right? I literally have a website for my mortgage company. I'll have a website for my real estate company. But the funny thing is what I started learning over the years is people would come for me for, let's just say um, a loan. And they're like, oh, dang, I need to find a, a credit company to help me build up my credit score. I'm like, yeah, I own a credit repair company. <laughs> so they didn't know. And so what started happening is over the years is that I had to create a one centralized kellyrevis.com. I mean, I had to go and create that so that people can know exactly everything that I do. Because what happens, and to answer your question, is that people come to me and they don't know the full gamut of what I do. I learned it back in 2001 when I opened a real estate investment company. What does it take to invest in real estate? You need a realtor, you need a loan officer, you need a you need your insurance, title company, you need all these different things. So I said, you know what? These people are holding me up. I'm trying to close this deal and it's not going fast enough. I'm going to open up all the companies. <laughs> so my process can go faster. That was the Kelly thinking. Okay. I talked about it for 20 years. And so now I finally did it. And it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. If people, any one banker I, I spoke to, he said, well, why do you think people don't do all that? And at the time I was opening all these. So I'm like, I don't know. He's we'll do the research. I'm like, okay. And so I found out why, because <laughs> it's crazy. So opening up every single one of these companies, I do feel good about it because I am able to help people. But what happens is now that 
when people come to me, I'm able to help them with their different reasons. So really it, they differentiate. So people will come to me if they want to purchase a home and their scores are in the 500s. What we do is we do a preparedness. We just get them you know, prepared for purchasing a home. And that would look like, let's get your finances. Let's make sure that you got the money in savings. And especially in California, it's very expensive around here. So we just make sure that if uh, you wanted to purchase a home, you got the money sitting in there. That's what the bank wants to see. We make sure either you have a 580 or a 620 score. And of course, obviously we want to get your score as high as we can, but there are some people who are like, oh, I'm ready right now. Okay. <laughs> so we just make sure that they are score ready. And that's what it looks like if you're purchasing a home. So, and then some people just come to us if they want to do credit repair. And if you are in the 500s and you were like me, you're just tired of being in the 500s and now you want to build a business. Now you need better credit. You need a 720. I can teach you how to do that. Very simple. I just have a, a formula, a little two-step program. You do this and you do this because credit repair is a two-step process. We got to do this and we got to do this. These two things, disputing and formula, getting those two can really increase your score within 30 days. Some people think, oh, it's a long time. It only takes, I have to be honest, <laughs> credit repair will only take a long time if we're talking to the client and they can't do the things that we need them to do. For example, if you've got a lot of debt and we need for you to pay some of it off and you can't do it, that's when credit repair takes a long time. Or let's just say you've got credit cards and we need you to pay them down and we give you the formula and you don't have the money to do it, man, it's going to take a long time. So when people are going through credit repair and they, they can't get this done, now I have other steps too, just to let you know, I implemented something else. For the people who can't pay it down fast, I, I tell them the way and how to do it so that they can get it done quickly. Because if I'm working on a loan, I want you to get your scores up, right? So going from the 500s to the 700s, I can do that less than 30 days. So it's possible. So I'm teaching people how to do that. Also, I'm getting more heavily into, I own a nonprofit 501c3 for down payment assistance. So just because it's so expensive in California, I started working with some banks where um, now they're getting people up to $20,000 to help them with their down payment and closing costs. So now I'm implementing that into some of my loans. So it just really depends what they're looking for. So if I have a, some of my seminars and webinars are just on credit. Some of them are on the whole financial literacy, A to Z. Some of them are on women in business. So we have different products and programs that we do. Well, you know, Kelly, that's, listen, I'm about to go through some of your stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked offline, but I'm going to tell you guys, she's being humble. And, and so I'm about to, sometimes people won't say about this stuff. So I'm, I'm just going to say it. Kelly had her through a small business entrepreneur program. And it's a faith-based one, but they actually teach you the ins and outs of starting a business and how to do it legitly, okay? Because there's so many entrepreneurs, y'all can't see, but I had the little quotation marks there, <laughs> that really that really are starting business by saying, oh, I got this idea, so I'm just going to go get me an IG account and do this. Or I got this product and I'm just going to go and sell it to family and friends and kind of let the word spread. But they're not really thinking about their business structure, the bones that you need to get legitimized, the, the legalities of all of those things. And they start that. And it's part of it is because you don't know. And then the other part of it is you do know, but you don't want to do put the energy in, in the effort that it takes to get legitimized. So you just rather keep your business like a hood business, not for, <laughs> for lack of a, and both work, but she does that. Can you just tell our audience just a little bit about that? Because it was something that I did. Like I knew when I was getting ready to start my business, it was something that I wanted to do. 
I didn't have a lot of startup costs. I didn't have a lot of startup money capital where I could be like, pay somebody to show me this because people will, their people will pay you. I mean, charge you a whole lot to do this. And, and one of the things that I liked about it, because they actually held your hand through the program, through the process, and they were accessible and they were available and you weren't paying, you weren't signing your soul away to get the information. And so can you tell them a little bit about that program? Absolutely. Funny you should mention that. I have it actually at our next meeting for SBM, which is so funny that you said that. So I have the checklist. Because what happens when you first start a business, it's okay, what do I do next? And then what do I do next? And then what do I do next? And what I started learning is that going through SBM, these people were li- literally serious, but she did say we do handholding, and which I love that because I'm not kidding. There really was a lady who did this. I said, okay. And the, the class would be called, let's get legit, right? This was exactly what Joy just said. So we make sure that your uh, legal structure is done first, right? So we have step number one. Then this lady would call me. She's like, okay, now what was step number two? What was I supposed to do? I'm like, okay, now you got to write your business plan. Now you got to do this. Now you got to open your bank account. Now you got to, <laughs> and then one of the big things that people would always ask me, I said, so what's your business address? People didn't have a business address. They're using your home. I'm always cautious and leery about that because if people look you up, do you want them going to your home? So I'm really big on, Hey, go to the UPS store, go get one of those little addresses that you pay the little $30 a month or how much ever it is. I said, and really get yourself legit. So basically what it looks like is just taking you and walking you through A to Z. And she's right. This is not pay us a million dollars to do this. As a matter of fact, it's free, this information. Now, if you wanted us to take a step further and you want an accountability partner and you want to make sure that this stuff is done and then this person will actually file the business documents for you, help build your website, that is only $99 a month. But they're taking you from A to Z, holding your hand, being legit, getting you 100% docs, website, marketing plan, marketing budget, all that stuff is for $99. So we definitely take you literally step by step. And I am okay. I'm 100% okay if someone says, okay, got legit. I got my business address with your business phone number. A lot of times people use their cell. That's okay. I'll say, did you open your company bank account? Nine times out of 10, (laughs) most people don't even have that. So I'm like, okay, you got to go open your company business account. So make sure that you have that. Make sure you got all your licensing and permits. And we literally walk you through. Now, why was that huge? If you were to do that up until 2019, like Joy was saying earlier, people have companies but are they legit? Once you made yourself legit prior to February, 2020, guess what happened? Now we were able to get people a lot of money. EIDL, I processed a lot of those loans. Also the PPP. When you made yourself legit, even if you weren't making money, because that's what happened. A lot of times people would tell me, they're like, oh, well, I didn't make any money with that company. You didn't have to. There's a part in there where you can do projections. So let's just say if it wasn't pandemic, what would your company be making? And we can go off of those numbers, right? So it's real, real important to get yourself legit because we didn't know that a pandemic was about to hit, right? But for the ones who got themselves legit, now look what happened. Now they have 50, 60, $70,000 in their bank account. And I've been able to help people get this money so that they can start their business. And- Kelly, I just want to, I'm kind of chime in here. It's yeah. really critical now moving forward. We're in 2021 and I'm going to just say this and I'm not the financial guru. Okay. 
But I'm going to say this. If you are listening to the sound of my voice right now, and you have a business idea, you got a product you're selling, a service that you are providing even right now, go get legit. You are going to miss out on some funding opportunities that a lot of these loans, they are turning into grants after so after so long where you do what you're supposed to do with the money. And you don't want to, because I'm going to tell you now, the one who's not legit, they're about to get left behind. They just don't get left behind. And it's not, it's nothing personal. It's just, it's business really. And and so, I mean, they, and now you have a resource. If you're listening to this and you're like, like I can get legit because I couldn't afford to pay nobody to tell me information. We just gave you a free resource right here through Kelly in, in uh, SBM. That's right. I want you to come. <laughs> For anyone listening, we do meet every couple of weeks and the information and we're meeting because we're a place for resource and we're a place to network. We have so many people who have come over the years. They are my great friends and colleagues and we rely on each other. If here's a person I know out in the public who's selling something, but someone's selling it in our SBM, I'm going to my sister and brother first right here in SBM before I will go out to someone else. So we rely on each other. And I will tell you, this was very interesting. I have a processor who worked in in my company and I even told her, I said, Hey, do you have your business legit? I said, I need for you to make sure that you, because what happens when you're legit, even in the mortgage industry and you're closing a loan, you can do it in your company name. So what that means to you is that when the deal closes, the bank will send you the check instead of sending it to me. And then I put it in my account and I send it to you. So it takes a lot of that time, but you have to be legit, right? You have to have your documents. So we will even help you through that. And once again, you, what she always said, she goes, I, I got my documents and I was so happy and proud of her. And she's, I suffered my way through trying to find it. <laughs> By the way, I said, well, you couldn't just come. She comes to SBM now. <laughs> so just to like, I didn't even know what I was doing, but she has a company. Guess what? Because of that, she was able to go for the EIDL loan and PPP. So it's been wonderful just to make it, make yourself legit. And like I said, that kind of falls through with if you are building yourself up, you're building your confidence. And now I, when I meet people and they don't have a company email address or they don't have, everything has to be company and business and be very professional about it. You should have an email. You should have a, I have an 800 number. It's a real company. It's a real business. I have a website for every single one of my five companies, but hey, that's the price of doing business. So get yourself legit. It, but definitely know that we're here or we're handholders. Yeah. I'll, anyone can call me. I'll walk you through it. Or if you have a question, I'll, I'll always help people. I'm always going to help people become better, especially women. Expect, yeah, she, and she does look, she, I, I went through the program and let me tell you, not only did they hold your hand, they held you accountable. I, you know, one meeting I was like, I don't even want to go because I didn't really do my homework. And <laughs> I know I'm gonna call on you too I know and and she called on me and I was like oh my gosh I know it I always do that and everyone's oh Kelly you put me on the spot yeah I'm gonna do that I'll make sure that you are getting to the next level if you're gonna come be around us you're gonna be successful and so she so I, I just Kelly we could we literally could talk about this topic all day long yes girl but I you said something about the email I, it's so funny because now I see people with whatever their business name at Gmail and I just went to GoDaddy and paid my little domain fee and got what my, whatever I wanted to at the business name and it costs 15 bucks. Yes. Yeah. And so, 
yeah, you just kind of, you, you, you know, it's just, I, I think it's just kind of being intentional in, in your mindset. What do you want to project? And I thought about what you were saying with getting legit and I kind of married it with what you're saying, how you get dressed up. It doesn't matter if you're going to the store because that is the presentation. That is what you're putting out there. That's your brand that you're putting out there. That's the presentation. That's the look. And everybody knows when they deal with Kelly, one, she's going to be looking great. Two, she's going to take care of business. And so when they see your business, what impression are you giving your business with just little things like that? You just don't even think about emails, telephone numbers, addresses, all of those things. So I, Kelly, listen, I am grateful that you are here what is just one tidbit that you just want to leave the audience with before we leave before we check up out of here okay so the one thing i'm going to give you a word and this word is what i don't want you to be okay because this word holds you back this word can hold you back for years sometimes when you become complacent it's hard to get you motivated so if things are just kind of rolling and life's kind of going and uh, I see this happen all the time, it's, well, why are you still in debt and what are you doing about it? If you become complacent, it's going to be hard to get you to that next level. So that's why a lot of times I'm checking people, I'm making sure that you become legit and that every two weeks that you're with me, I may just call on you. You got to be ready. <laughs> but when you come complacent, what's going to happen is you don't, you won't move. So if I can leave you guys with anything, that's one thing that I, I want to leave you with is don't become complacent. I know it's kind of a negative tip, but I just wanted to tell you that. No, but it's a necessary one because yeah. complacency will live with you. You don't even know that sleeping in the same bed with you. Get yeah. up, take a shower. Yeah, <laughs> it becomes routine and it's just what you do. And I, I see what I'm looking at constantly is I'm just going to give you an example of a credit piece. I see people with uh, 500 scores in January. They talk to me in January. February looks the same. March looks the same. They call me six, eight months later. They're still right there. Girl, I could have been done with your credit like, like three months ago. And it's you just, you got to do it. These things that have just come year after year. Some people, I'll talk to them the next year and they're still in the same position. So if you really want to move yourself, Every tool that you need is out there, whether you want to get good and confident, there's self-help. And like I said, all the videos, there's all that stuff. There's no need for complacency. Every tool that you need is out there, including what? us. You can always call me. I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> she And she will. So, so Kelly, <laughs> tell the folks where they could connect with you at and contact you, reach out for services or just follow you on social media or whatever. Let the people know how they can connect with Kelly and or get help with their finances yeah so from a to z of course real estate loans uh, credit you can go to a few different of my websites for the real estate side it's kelly for loans it's kmcloans.com and you can poke around there if you're interested in a loan also i have a 501c3 which is wham.org so it's w h a m as in mary .org and that that'll talk to you about what we're doing with community and uh, just to let you know i'm i'm all about the, my black and brown sisters and brothers so we're going to be out there helping any way that i can especially to help our LMI community and you'll see that in my website for wham.org. Our company 
number, you can always get me at 800-800-6020, which is my business line I bought, <laughs> which everyone needs, right? And um, every day, if you need to get me quickly, you can always text me 949-235-3507. And I'm pretty quick on the text only because it's like right next to me and I can get that probably faster. And then also my email is R at KMC loans with an S.com. Also, we're everywhere. If you're checking us out, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Alignable, LinkedIn, everywhere. You're all <laughs> you over the place. Me. I'm all over the place. You She's like, Google, Google her. You, you made it when you can say Google me. Just Google me. You can <laughs> just Google me. But you guys can connect with Kelly. All of her information will be is in the link in the episode, in the show description for this episode. So you could click what you need to click and, and connect with her in that way and reach out to her. And if you reach out to Kelly, just say, hey girl, I found you on, I heard you on Just Us Sisters. Let her know so uh, we can make an impact and a difference in helping women grow in their journey of womanhood in various areas of their life. Kelly, thank you so much for hanging out with your sis. I appreciate you. you. Yes, thank you. So happy to be here. And hopefully we can touch the lives of all women in America. That's my goal. So I'm hoping that, that's we- my goal too. I'm, I'm trying to hit the million woman mark. And so you're on the way, girl. You're on let's, the way. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. So my name is Joy Nichols. I am your host for Just Us Sisters podcast. I want to thank you for rolling with your sis on today. You can connect with me on Facebook at Joy, J-O-I, Hunter hyphen Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. You can also follow me on Instagram under Joy, J-O-I underscore Nichols. You can follow the brand at countitall.joy, J-O-I on Instagram. And guess what? Your girl is on Clubhouse. So we'll be starting on Clubhouse, having more in-depth conversations. I'm going to be bringing my tribe of sisters and we're going to be just diving in deep to help women achieve and become and live out and grow into their purpose and who they were created to be. So you can follow me on Clubhouse at Joy Nichols is my name, J-O-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-S. And remember, no matter whatever it is going on in your life, no matter whatever it is you're going through or have to face, if you woke up today and you know who you are and you are breathing, count it all joy. Until the next time, I'll see you later, sis. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for rocking with your girl today. Please make sure to like, review, download, and subscribe. Remember, it's just us sisters here. So be a part of the tribe and join us for our free Purpose is Greater Than Passion Mastermind course. Never forget that the woman you see today is a reflection of your internal strength and eternal purpose. 
and a whole lot of sisters that got your back. Whatever it is that you go through in life, count it all joy. Until the next time, see ya.